Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Uh, former Vice President Mike Pence on the Mark Levin Show last night. Why does that sound familiar? I know that sounds familiar. That's uh, Mike Pence, very nice man, and... Um, yeah, Democrats didn't have double standards. They'd have no standards at all. Well, happy Friday once again, and uh, and welcome back. We remain at 888-630-9625. And we were just discussing uh, a bit earlier the, the news media turning on Joe Biden, but they're doing it because they... They need to preserve the party. That's why the news media is turning on Joe Biden, in order to save and protect the Democrat Party, because they're really a front group for the Democrat Party. Yes, Joe Biden is in the White House now. Amazingly, they got him elected from his basement based on absolutely nothing. Where is Tara Reid, anyway? What happened to that Tara Reid story? Just kind of went away, didn't it? And how about the uh, uh, $10 million from, it turns out now, the $10 million from Ukraine came from the big boss, the owner at Burisma, the gas company that was already paying Hunter Biden about a million dollars a year and his and his crooked friend, Devin Archer, paying him about a million dollars a year. And since we were talking about John Kerry and his private jet, uh, the son of Teresa Hines Kerry was also offered that million dollar a year no-show job with Burisma in Ukraine, but he turned it down because he thought it smelled bad. And he was right. Um, also, his family's worth about a billion dollars, so he doesn't have to worry about uh, that money thing. You know, that'd be a nice luxury, wouldn't it? Uh, but CNN today going after Joe Biden. Uh, the conversations keep happening, quiet whispers on the sidelines of events, texts, emails, furtive phone calls as top Democrats and donors, that's key, reach out to those seen as possible replacement presidential candidates. Get ready, they urge, in conversations that aides to several of the people involved have described to CNN, despite what he said, despite the campaign that has been announced, President Joe Biden won't actually be running for re-election. That's CNN. And they're talking to their Democrat Party sources. A lot of them are dating their Democrat. There's a lot of inbreeding going on there, lots and lots of inbreeding. But uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. And and then you look at, uh, you know, well, gosh, the vice president was put there to replace Joe Biden later on. And uh, turns out that's uh, not so good because she's awful. She's terrible. She's cackling Kamala. She's she's no good. And the Democrat Party, they want somebody that can complete a sentence, at least kind of a bare minimum requirement if you're going to you're going to run for president. But, and also there's this problem. NBC News came out with a poll just a couple of weeks ago now. Kamala Harris hits record low for VP net favorability. And, uh, you know, the news media, they know this because they got to back the party at 
at all times. 49% of registered voters have a negative view of Vice President Kamala Harris compared to 32% with a positive view per a new NBC News poll. And uh, the thing is, they've been taking this poll forever. And this is the lowest number any vice president has ever gotten in this NBC News poll. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Isn't that remarkable? Yes, sir. And uh, so that's bad. That's going to be a problem for them. And I was uh, just uh, tweaking on this subject with my friend Seton Motley, less government, among other things, a writer, thinker, and everything. And uh, they're, they're, you know, they've had story after story over the last couple of years, um, 11 Democrats who could replace Joe Biden in 2024, a CNN story. They wrote this, uh, this story back in 2021. So they're already thinking about how they're going to replace Joe Biden back in 2021. And um, Biden's successor, Chatter Grows, and Kamala Harris isn't scaring off anyone. This is uh, the Politico, the left-wing rag Politico in Washington, D.C., and this is from 2021. Uh, they're already talking about replacing Joe Biden, and now, now it's real. Now it's uh, definitely getting real. Very different sort of thing. I know they've got Dylan Mulvaney's vote, though. They've got uh, Dylan Mulvaney's vote. And uh, in the meantime, in between time, and we got fun. We had John Kerry on Capitol Hill yesterday. He is known as Boltneck. Boltneck because of his striking resemblance to Frankenstein's monster in the original <laughs> Frankenstein movie. And, uh, and a little bit to young Frankenstein as well. Peter Boyle, you know, the, <laughs> the Mel Brooks movie. But let's, uh, so, you know, the, the news media is on the Joe Biden thing. And, and um, yesterday, Boltneck was up on Capitol Hill. And we're sending troops to Europe, thousands of troops being dispatched to Europe by Joe Biden. Because what with the war there and everything, um, boy, I'm telling you, Joe Biden and this is in the Democrat Party. They get away with it because the news media is so spectacularly in the tank for the Democrat Party. Just amazing stuff. But let's go to uh, let's go to our good friend Boltneck because this is a pretty amazing story. Uh, John Kerry, of course, flies all over the place on a on a private jet, and he has for years. He uh, you know, we we played uh, we we played the audio yesterday, and we've played it before, where John Kerry went to Iceland for a a summit on the climate, where he was there to lecture people. I think was Greta von Funberg there for that one? She might have been. How dare you! And uh, John Kerry flew there on a private jet. You know, maybe his wife's jet, um, maybe somebody else's. They, you know, they have billionaire friends. When you're a billionaire, you have billionaire friends because. You know, you figure that those are the only people that don't want something from you. So you hang out with other billionaires. It kind of becomes a natural thing, you know. You hang out with anybody else, and and they probably want something from you because you're a billionaire. But, uh, you know, John Kerry flew up to Iceland for this summit on the weather. on the cli- They say it's the climate, not the weather. The, the, clim- it's the climate is the weather, the, but never mind that. So he flew there in a private jet, and somebody actually had the temerity to ask him, well, you're here to lecture us about reducing our carbon footprint, and you flew here by yourself on a private jet. Isn't that pretty ridiculous? On that issue, pollution, I understand that you came here with a private jet. Uh, Is that an environmental way to travel? If you offset your carbon 
it's the only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world to win this battle. The only choice if you're somebody like me who's traveling the world to try to win this battle uh, against uh, carbon footprints. While your carbon footprint is the size of the carbon foot, uh, footprint of Burkina Faso, uh, you should pay no attention to that. But uh, let's go to yesterday's exchange on Capitol Hill in the House of Representatives. Congressman Michael Waltz, a Republican, of course, uh, opened his question talking about, uh, you know, uh, flying around on your uh, private jet and being Mr. Private Jet while you lecture everybody about carbon footprints. Secretary Kerry, thank you so much for coming here. I hope it wasn't too problematic for your operational team and your private jet to get here. And uh, that was very upsetting, very upsetting to Boltnick because, you know, he flies he flies all over the place. Everybody knows it. There are pictures of him all over the place, and they're, the plane records, a, a news organization or two, has actually looked at the the to get the tail number of his wife's Gulfstream jet, and you can track it. It's essentially public information, FAA, and so on, and uh, found how often he flies around on the the wife's private jet, which is. But uh, let's get it, because he gets very defensive when Congressman Waltz asked him about that, and it was it was a little bit snide. You know, you're flying here on your private jet to Washington, and then. You know, bolt neck. I just don't agree with your facts, which began with the presentation of one of the most outrageously persistent lies that I hear, which is this private jet. We don't own a private jet. I don't own a private jet. I personally have never owned a private jet. And obviously, it's pretty stupid to talk about coming in a private jet from the State Department up here. It just honestly, if that's where you want to go, go there. You're not the Secretary of State anymore. You didn't come from the State Department. You came from one of your many sprawling estates, maybe on Martha's Vineyard, maybe in Pennsylvania, uh, wherever all of your homes are. Uh, and and this stupid, this stupid, I don't, or we don't own a private jet. I don't own a private jet. Uh, let's go to Fox News from February 15th of 2023. John Kerry family private jet sold shortly after accusations of climate hypocrisy. A spokesperson for Kerry confirms to Fox News Digital that the jet was sold over the summer. So this is from February of 2023. So they sold their private jet last year. But when they sold their private jet, did they get rid of their private jet? Do they no longer have access to their private jet? Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, John Kerry. His family quietly sold their private jet to a New York-based hedge fund following intense criticism of the plane's carbon footprint in light of Kerry's work fighting global warming. So the Kerry family private jet, a Gulfstream 4 SP, it, it's, uh, it's the G4 SP, uh, is no longer owned by his family's charter firm, Flying Squirrel, LLC. So wait a minute, the family owns a private jet charter firm, and they have the one in the name, you know, of the family, and so they sold it to a hedge fund, but they still have the charter firm, uh, Flying Squirrel, LLC. The Democrats have a lot of LLCs, like the Biden family, right? According to Federal Aviation Administration registration information reviewed by Fox News Digital, 
in financial filings submitted since joining the Biden administration. Kerry had reported that his wife, Teresa Hines Kerry, owned a stake worth more than $1 million in the firm. Now, it's uh, not a problem when you're a Democrat. You get away with this stuff, right? The plane's registered owner is now listed as AV Aviation LLC, a small firm based at the Waterbury Oxford Airport in Connecticut, naturally. Sure, documents filed with the Connecticut state government show that AC Aviation is a subsidiary of the New York City hedge fund, AC Investment Management, which specializes in renewable energy and clean technology. How many jets do they own? Uh, investment and manages funds worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, that's uh, really nothing. So it uh, turns out that the uh, the private jet uh, has made uh, had made 48 trips since Joe Biden's inauguration January 20th a couple years ago and has emitted 325 metric tons of CO2. But that's not a problem when you're a Democrat because, you know, that's the, uh, the, the thing. And uh, yesterday, Kerry erupts after private jet use is mocked in-house. And uh, he's very angry about it. And then the Forbes magazine in 2021, you can charter John Kerry's private jet, the Gulfstream 4. And Forbes, Forbes magazine had the, the story a couple of years ago. And uh, he's a special envoy for climate, of course. And uh, his Gulfstream jet is now... Now available as part of, you know, the company. It's either Flying Squirrel or the other one. But his wife, Teresa Hines Carey, her wealth is estimated variously between $750 million. That's the low end. Others say $800 million. And others say $1.2 billion. Uh, and, uh, you know, and look, that's fine. That's fine with me. You're wealthy. You're uh, Teresa Hines Carey's late husband, Senator John Hines. Uh, uh, the heir to the Heinz ketchup and Heinz food fortune uh, did very well. Family did very well. And so they have jets. That's great. Just don't go around lecturing the rest of us while you're flying around in private jets saying, well, people like me need that because what I'm doing is important. I'm reducing other people's carbon footprints, not necessarily my own. Were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. As you plan for your financial future, it's important to set yourself up for success. That's what it's all about. And if you've got a high credit score, and I bet you do, you have more power than you might think. Now is the time to leverage that credit score to consolidate your debt as interest rates are going to continue to rise. Joe Biden is there. The Democrats pay off your credit cards faster with a low fixed rate loan from Lightstream. A credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream can help you pay off your credit cards and and lock in a low fixed interest rate. At Lightstream, their rates start at 8.99% APR with auto pay and your excellent credit. Have you looked at what your credit card companies are charging you in interest? You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 American dollars, and there are absolutely no fees for you. You can even get your money as soon as the day that you apply. And now, just for my listeners... That's you. Apply right now. Get a special additional interest rate discount and save even more of your hard-earned money. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash plant. That's me, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash P-L-A-N-T-E. I got a free vowel on the end. 
subject to your your good credit approval rates range from 8.99% APR to 24.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires your excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offer subject change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash plant for all the information you need. Yeah, John Kerry and the Democrats. You know, that's why everybody says, were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. John Kerry proved it again yesterday. There's more of Boltneck coming right up. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers. I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like y'all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Uh, the Wall Street Journal today, with an exclusive, Tucker Carlson is creating a new media company. His own media company looking to raise hundreds of millions of dollars. Former Fox News host Tucker Carlson and former White House advisor Neil Patel, they went to college together, are seeking to raise funds to start a new media company that would potentially use Twitter as its backbone, according to people familiar with the matter. The new company would be anchored by longer versions of the free videos that Tucker Carlson has been posting regularly on Twitter since shortly after his departure from Fox News but would ultimately be driven by subscriptions, some of the people said. Carlson and Patel are looking to raise hundreds of millions of dollars to fund the company. The people said users of Twitter and other platforms would still be able to watch for free shorter versions of his show, interviews, documentaries, but would need to subscribe to watch them in their entirety, the people said. The company would eventually add shows from additional hosts, they said. Tucker Carlson and Neil Patel were roommates at Trinity College in Hartford, Connecticut, from which they graduated in 1991. Uh, I suspect it will be a gigantic success. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.
All right, I want to get back to Boltneck and his private jet thing. Effete elitist that he is. Were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. And it was nice, uh, Mike Pence, uh, to use a variation of my line on, while on with the great one last night, Mark Levin. Kind of amusing, right? Uh, as you, do you have it there? I said, as a, a, a former vice president, former member of the House of Representatives, and, and former uh, conservative talk radio host, uh, Mike Pence, yesterday, last night on the Mark Levin show. You know, if the media didn't have double standards, they'd have no standards at all. That's exactly. You know right. that. You know that. Everybody knows that. All right, now listen to this from the Free Beacon, the Washington Free Beacon. Federal agencies, we pay for the federal agencies. We're very generous. Federal agencies using just 25% of their office space, comma, watchdog reveals. Remote work policies led to massive waste of government property. Now, how many businesses do you think have uh, office space where 75% of their space is not in use? You have a warehouse where you don't use 75% of it. You have, uh, you know, a floor of a building where you don't use 75% of it. That has never happened. But when it's not your money and you're a government official— Oh, yeah, well, we don't use that, but we don't care because the taxpayers pay for it every month and every year. Federal agencies are using only a quarter of their available office space due to the growing number of government workers working from home, a federal watchdog revealed on Thursday. I might have said government employees working from home, but so I didn't have workers working, but, but that's me. The Government Accountability Office cited remote work, Chinese communist Wuhan Red Death getting the ball rolling, destroying Western civilization, which is their stated goal. The Chinese commies, yeah, that's what I'm talking about here. The government accountability product cited remote work as a reason for the massive underutilization of office space it found in its investigation of 24 federal agencies. All agencies reviewed reported that their in-office workforce does not meet pre-pandemic levels, and not a single agency utilizes more than 49% of the space it uses taxpayer money to rent or buy. Some agencies reported usage as low as 9%. Representative Scott Perry, a Republican from Pennsylvania, revealed in a Thursday hearing on the report. Low building utilization has significant costs, he said, both to the government and to the American taxpayer. David Maroney, acting director of the Government Accountability's Office of Physical Infrastructure, every dollar an agency spends on unneeded space is a dollar that can't be used for other priorities. Government agencies embraced remote work during the COVID-19 pandemic with no safeguards in place to ensure employees were working. Many agencies reported having no mechanism for checking whether their remote employees were working. And a quarter of federal health employees did not check their emails. <laughs> now, this is your, your government uh, for you, right? 
And uh, 9%, they have, you know, you got a million square feet, you use uh, 90,000 square feet, okay? That's, that's, your, that's your government because it's our money, and guess what? They don't care. Congressman Derek Van Orden, a Republican from Wisconsin, said uh, inability to answer the question as to why this is happening because Nina Albert, commissioner of the GSA's Public Building Services, said at a hearing that she couldn't tell the congressman how many employees in her division were actually working in person. Search me. I don't know. And so Congressman Derek Van Orden of Wisconsin said her inability to answer the question was completely unacceptable and said it was a, her testimony was a pile of gobbledygook. A pile of gobbledygook. That's it. I'm a retired Navy SEAL, he said. I knew where all my people were at all times, and I managed folks in three different combat zones simultaneously. And I could tell you within 10 meter square where they were at in combat. And you can't tell me where administrative personnel are located in the country and we're giving you how much money? Good for him. I like Derek Van Orden from Wisconsin. That's great. So that's your, uh, that's your government. And uh, they're burning through our money like it's not their money because it's not their money. That's an amazing story. Yes, sir. Right, let's get back to Boltneck because uh, Boltneck, I just love this Boltneck guy. John Kerry. Why do they call him Boltneck? Uh, just look at him. That's, uh, that's the thing. Just look at him. All right, so uh, back to Boltneck, who was testifying on Capitol Hill, and, uh, Capitol Hill, and he was very defensive. I don't own a jet. I've never owned a jet. Uh, really, you've never owned a jet. That's... Uh, is that, uh, is that the case? And the, the back and forth continued, Congressman Michael Waltz. Article here from February 15th of 2023, the, the John Kerry family private jet was sold shortly after accusations of climate hypocrisy. Uh, Mr. Secretary, do you stand by that testimony Not that you've never I, owned or I personally, your family? I by your family. personally, yes. My wife owned a plane and sold the you plane. You flew on That's that plane? Been, uh, not in a number of years, and, but I have flown on it, and sure. this article is not then inaccurate, sure. that your family owned a plane, you flew on a plane. There, my wife Secretary, owned, Mr. Secretary, my wife owned a plane. The, my wife, my wife owned a plane. My, so I've never owned a, he's pounding the table, I've never owned a plane. And it's a Gulfstream jet that we're talking about here. And then it turns out, and I just shared this with you too, that they own a company that charters jets so you can rent jets, you know, like net jets. And, uh, and I got in the interest of uh, full disclosure and because it's kind of fun, my brother-in-law, my best girl's sister's husband, uh, is an Army veteran and a former, former attack uh, helicopter pilot in the Army. And... Uh, he left the army and he's become successful in the private sector and he owns a, a jet and he's in the process this month of buying a second jet. He also owns two helicopters because he likes to fly his own helicopters. But the reason he owns these jets is because he discovered that if you own a jet, you can charter it to other people and he owns a company 
as well. And he travels because he owns a company. It's about the sixth company he's owned that he's built in the time that I've known him. Uh, he's a very successful businessman. And uh, he bought a jet because he could use it for his company for business. And uh, then he discovered yeah, when you're not using it, you charter it. And it, that's a good business all by itself. And so now he's buying a second jet. So he's going to be a little miniature net jets going forward, too. And that's uh, and you know what? And he's proud of that because he's a businessman. And he's been successful after a modest upbringing and uh, serving in the Army as an officer, as a, uh, an attack helicopter pilot. And, uh, and that's great. See, that's a great American story. But John Kerry's, oh, oh, I've never owned a jet. I don't own a jet. And, uh, well, my wife. Well, sure, my wife owned a jet. Yes, my wife owned a plane. Yeah, sure. Is it a Gulfstream 4? See, if I'm the congressman, this is, uh, not, you know, you got him on the ropes here. You could have really taken him apart. 48, the jet, uh, the jet in question, uh, the Gulfstream 4, has made 48 trips since uh, Joe Biden was elected in January of 2020 emitting 325 metric tons of CO2. But pay no attention. Oh, no. Oh, well, oh, my wife. Oh, you're talking about my wife's jet? Well, sure, my wife's jet. And then listen to this, because he's our, our climate envoy. He flies and talks to the climate. And uh, here he is yesterday on Capitol Hill. And listen to this one. He says mill air. That means military aircraft. And as an envoy for the president, He's doubtless flying on one of the U.S. Air Force 757s used by cabinet-level officials. Um, these 757s that look like Air Force One, right, have the same paint job and everything. They're assigned to the 89th Airlift Wing at Andrews, Joint Base Andrews, Andrews Air Force Base, and uh, the big government uh, airplanes. And he's, and he's like, well, I'm very modest. I just fly around with just me because uh, my head is so big that I need a 757 to fly around. I do not fly on a private jet. Uh, I do. I do not fly. I fly commercially. BS. Have on you all flown on a private jet since you've taken this position? Just, just let me let me finish. I have flown five times in the last two and a half years on Mill Air, which you also fly on, sure. and or some of you who travel fly on five times. Otherwise, all of my trips are commercial Have airlines. you flown on a private jet in a personal or official capacity since you've taken this position? Possibly once. Possibly is the key word there. <laughs> because later on when it turns out to be 28 times, he can, he can uh, respond, well, I said possibly. Because that's how Washington works. I speak Washington, and that's how they go. Oh, possibly once. That will turn out to be completely false. Not that anybody's checking on it, because when you're a Democrat, uh, the media's got your back. Five times on mill air, on military aircraft. And when you're flying as an envoy for the president, and I look, this is fine. Just don't pretend that you're something other than what you are. I've flown on those airplanes myself, on the 757s and on other military aircraft, generally out of Andrews, and uh, that's great. Just don't well, I don't go around and lecture people about their carbon footprints, though. Uh, Congressman Andy Biggs uh, was on Fox News this morning talking about the hearing yesterday with Boltneck, and he summed it up pretty well. It's so arrogant and elitist um, and, and just not even truthful. I mean, let's just be truthful. He should just come across and say, yes, but I'm special, because he's basically said that before. Yeah, I fly in, on a private plane, but I'm special. 
um, and and you uh, you peons shouldn't ride on a uh, private plane. You should go commercial. Yeah, because I uh, yeah, yeah yeah he's flown commercial like uh, what um, you know um, Emirates Air uh, in the first class upstairs with a bed and a, a private room. I fly commercial. You know, look, your wife's a billionaire. It's okay. It's uh, you're you're uh, you, you married well, kinda. Uh, <laughs> at least on the money front. So, uh, uh, John Kerry, what was Andy Biggs talking about? He was talking about John Kerry in 2021, saying that people like him need to fly private because they're saving the world. On that issue, pollution, I understand that you came here with a private jet. Uh, is that the, an environmental way to travel? If you offset your carbon, it's the only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world to win this battle. The only choice for somebody like me traveling the world to win this battle against the weather while adding more CO2 to the air than I will in my lifetime. Uh, he does uh, in a week, but never mind that. Congressman Andy Biggs summed it up. The reality is he is so arrogant and out of touch. That's, uh, that, that's it. That's it in a nutshell, isn't it? That's your Democrat Party in a nutshell, too. How did they get into this nutshell? This great big nutshell. All right, let's uh, let's go to the uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Erica calling from Winchester, Virginia, beautiful Winchester, Virginia. Erica, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you. You're always so interesting. Here's my question: Who do I complain to, or how do I file uh, uh, um, charges that somebody has stolen my my carbon credits? Okay. I work from home. I barely use my car at all. My grocery store is about half a mile away. I can walk to it. I walk and bike whenever I can. I know I've been saving up my carbon credits, but I really feel like John Kerry is stealing my carbon credits. How do I file a complaint about that? How do I get paid for those, and how do I get them back? You should send your carbon credits to John Kerry's office or maybe to his wife because she's actually the one with the billion dollars, you know. Uh, but you're right, and and uh, it's true. I live in the city. Uh, I I I drive 1,800 miles a year, 1,800 miles a year. I walk to the grocery store. I walk to restaurants. I walk to sports bars. I walk everywhere, and my carbon footprint is is uh, kind of like yours, Erica. And and I love uh, Winchester. It's wonderful, and to be able to walk to your grocery store in Winchester, what a great thing. Do you walk to Violino Violino for Italian food? <laughs> I have to go through some bad neighborhoods to get there, so no. Really bad, bad neighborhoods in Winchester. <laughs> wow, that's a bad. Yeah. That's funny. A little rough. I'll just put it that they're a little rough. Now, here's another question I have for John Kerry, and maybe you can forward this to him. He he's based out of Tennessee. Isn't that a community property state? What's his is his wife's, and what's his wife's is his. I, I you know I'm sure that all of those tax matters and. Um, uh, you know, uh, money matters have been worked out with teams of attorneys. I suspect, I think that her home base is Pennsylvania, actually. I think it's Pennsylvania. He may have, you know, he's got houses everywhere. They've got houses everywhere because they've got a private jet. So now it turns out a company of private jets. So they got plenty of stuff. I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to not worry about John Kerry's money situation. I think he's, he's probably all set, probably all set. Thank you, Erica. Uh, very nice call. Wonderful. And you're right. You're owed money by somebody 
for not producing a, a big carbon footprint. I think that's how that works. You can trade them. Uh, what do they call them? They call them uh, carbon credits. Carbon credits. That's right. Hey, do you have uh, odors in your home, in your office you just can't get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, uh, even Michael Moore, if he should show up at your home. No match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The Thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. Plus, there are no costly filters to buy and replace on a schedule again and again. Forget about that. You can hold one in your hand. They're only this big. And with more than 350,000 thunderstorms already sold, thousands of five-star reviews on Al Gore's amazing internet, it works like a champ. I've got two of them at home myself. During this week, I've got a great deal for you to get your own thunderstorm. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for a whole home protection. One for your teenager's room, too. That's three units for under $200. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com, enter the discount code CHRIS. That's EdenPureDeals.com, the discount code is CHRIS, and shipping is free. How great is that? Yes, sir. Yeah, you're Democrats. They're running the show into the side of a mountain. We're going to have to vote next year. And in Virginia, this year, off-year election in Virginia, very important elections in Virginia this year, and across the nation, for the planet, for all of humanity next year. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. My best girl and I went out to dinner last night, which we sometimes do, to an Italian restaurant that we go to, and um, and the uh, waiter there working on us is uh, uh, is a French person at the Italian restaurant, and we've known him from three different restaurants over the years. We've known him for years, and he's at this Italian restaurant now. And last night we got our check, and the check has a built-in, and we noticed this last time we were there. Uh, they've got a 20% service fee. They call it a service fee of 20%, 20% of the check. And it says our service fee on the check, it says our service fee goes toward a higher hourly rate for the people that take care of our guests, right? And so you see that on there. Oh, it's got a built-in 20% tip, and uh, it's an automatic thing, so you don't tip, Right. Well, we talked to our friend, the waiter, about this, and he said, no, no, that doesn't go to us. That goes to the owner, and now the owner has increased our hourly wage, so now I make $17 an hour, and nobody tips us. I used to make $33 an hour. Now I make $17 an hour, and I'm going to have to leave D.C. and go to Virginia to work as a waiter. The Democrats fixed it. 
Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 